welcome to the latest episode of Women's Hockey Digest. I'm your host, Stephen Edwards, and tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Jordan Ott and Jordan Duron. First up is Jordan Ott. Delighted to welcome to the podcast from the Buffalo Buttes, Jordan Ott. Jordan, thanks so much for joining me. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you. Let's give the listeners a chance to get to know you better. So where did you grow up and when did you first start playing hockey? Um, I'm originally from Rochester, New York, and I started playing when I was about three years old. Um, I've lived in Rochester my entire life, and I went to uh, school at SUNY Potsdam, which is in northern New York. So were there any players you enjoyed watching growing up? Um, Yeah, I was a big fan of the Buffalo Sabres. Um, When I was younger, the Rochester Americans, which were a hometown team, they were the farm team for the Sabres. So I really enjoyed Jason Pominville. He's one of my favorite players. I watched him when he was in Amherst, and now he um, has been all over the NHL, and now he's back with the Sabres. Um, I was a big Thomas Vanek fan. So uh, those two and Ryan Miller, the goalie, uh, pretty much were my favorite players growing up. It must be hard being a bit of a Sabres fan right now because it's not exactly <laughs> one of the best times to, <laughs> to root for that team. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I cringe a little when people ask me who my favorite team is, but I, I have been a fan my whole life and I will stay loyal. So so you played college hockey at SUNY Potsdam. What do you remember most about your time mm-hmm. there, both on and off the ice? Um, I think my favorite part about that was um, the opportunity that I got to play two sports. Um, I played hockey in the winter, but I also was a member of the softball team. Um, and that was a big part of my decision as to why I decided to choose a D3 school. Um, so I think that that was pretty much the biggest like part of my school experience that I'll enjoy. I'll remember and I'll enjoy is that uh, I was be I was able to be on both teams and get to know so many people. And like the athletic program was fantastic. So um, as far as hockey specifically, though. Uh, I think my favorite on-ice memory was probably getting to play as a freshman in our brand-new um, renovated rink. They had just redone the rink, and it's gorgeous, and it's big, and it, it was a really cool experience to be a freshman and get to play in that atmosphere. Was that your first choice of school, or were there any other options as well? Um, I did have other options, but when it came down to it, I went on my overnight to Potsdam, and I loved it, and uh, I loved the program that they had to offer me. And again, the two sports was a huge draw. Um I did have D1 schools that were interested, but it just it wasn't a good fit. So I picked I picked what was best for me, and I ended up loving it. So David Pendris asked on Twitter something along those lines. He says a lot of NWHL players have transitioned from Division Three hockey. How is the start of the game mm-hmm. different between D3 and the NWHL? Um, the biggest the biggest difference I would say is just the speed. Um, D3 players are obviously talented and have lots of skills, and I think that it's a great level. Um, but obviously like the speed and the size of the players at D1 and now into the NWHL, I've just noticed that they're faster. They make decisions a bit quicker. Um, and that's been the biggest adjustment. It's not that I wasn't able to play at that level. It's just transitioning from a level that isn't generally played as fast to a level as high as this. That was the biggest transition that I had to make. How do you think you've settled in so far? Um, it's been good. I've actually been playing, um, defense most of the time, which in college I was a forward and I only got sparing time on the point when uh, we were on the power play. So it's been a bit different for me transitioning to a new level and to a new position. So I'm kind of learning as I go. But, um, I mean, anything to do to get myself in the lineup is pretty much what I told my coaches that I would do. So um, it's been an interesting experience. And I think that as I'm going, I'm learning and I'm getting better. Obviously, the mistakes will happen, but my coaches have been very accepting of my growing pains and, and letting me work through it. So. You've got a hell of a coach there who's played on a Stanley Cup winning teams in Craig Mooney. Has he imparted any of his knowledge onto you? 
Uh, yeah, they work with me. Um, him and Rick have both given me pointers at practice, and um, especially because Craig was a defenseman, he works with us a lot. And so listening to him on the bench in between shifts and stuff like that, he's always really encouraging, and he never really gets on me because I think he knows that I'm learning. So he's really been very helpful and, and teaching me different skills that I might not have learned being a forward now that I'm having to use playing defense. Having got to know him some myself over the last few years, I mean, Craig's a, a really great guy. I agree. Yeah, he's he's been very enjoyable to work with, and I I like the girls and I love the coaching staff. So it's been a, it's been a great experience. So this past weekend, the Buttes won. What were your thoughts on the game and the NWHL being back in Pittsburgh again? Um, this is my first year in the league, so it was my first time experiencing a game in Pittsburgh. Um, I thought the atmosphere was fantastic. Um, normally we have quite a quite a few fans that show up at Harbor Center for our games and. When I played um, in New Jersey, there was tons of fans there. But besides the game in Rochester this year, that was the biggest crowd that we've gotten to play in front of, and it was great. They were excited. They were excited for both teams. They scored when both teams scored, or they cheered when both teams scored. It was awesome. And, I mean, we did autographs after the game, and there were so many young fans and even older fans. So if the NWHL is looking to expand, I mean, that would be a great place to start because they already have the support of the community. So I, I had a great time this weekend. Yeah, from anything you read on Twitter, it seems that there's people in Pittsburgh that are crying out for a franchise there. Yeah, definitely. There was little girls with signs saying that they wanted a team there. So it was it was really cool. And of course, this weekend, you're back at home and against the Whale again. How do you see that game going? Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting rematch. Um, things were pretty mellow for most of the game this weekend, so I don't see any like rivalries reheating up or anything. Um, we'll have all four of our players who joined Team NWHL and played against the Olympic team, so that will definitely help us. They're, they're great players, and we'll love to have them back in the lineup. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. Both games that we played with the Whale so far have been very close, so I expect the same thing again. It's just about who's going to win the battles and, and put the puck in the net. So going to be another tremendous weekend and that's just one part of it um david pendris also asked does playing far from the other three teams give the buttes an advantage or a disadvantage um i think that i think that it could be both i mean you play the same teams a lot you play the same teams over and over again so you kind of learn you learn the styles of the other teams um so i mean i i haven't played in every single game so it's kind of been a pick and choose battle where i've had to learn the team that we're actually playing and obviously I think that kind of plays a part in your preparation is that you can base knowledge off of what you know about the teams previously. As a follow-up to that how do you deal with long road trips? Um, Our coaches are really good about traveling most of the time we travel the night before so it helps get bus legs out of the way and we have a training staff that works with us in the morning in the hotel when we went to New Jersey we did a full stretch we had um, prepared meals we had tons of different stuff um, that helped us deal with the road trip. And, I mean, for the Pittsburgh game, the team drove down the morning of. But, again, we have a training staff that works with us, and we have a warm-up and stuff like that. So it is hard being the farthest team away, but I'm sure that other teams feel the same way when they have to come to Buffalo. This is there. Uh, and for yourself, from a pre-game point of view, have you got any rituals? Um, I normally go through the team stretch, and uh, I go through my own personal stretching. Um my favorite thing to do is after I get fully dressed, I know how to solve a Rubik's Cube. So my teammates kind of think it's dorky, but I sit there in the locker room and I'll do the Rubik's Cube over and over and over again to try to kind of get in my zone and it takes my mind off of stuff. So that's just something I do for fun. See, for me, when it comes to a Rubik's Cube, it goes back to when I was a kid. And I, if I couldn't do it, I'd just take the stickers off and put them back on and there you go, that's <laughs> it done. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. The one that I have has no stickers. I've had somebody try to prove me wrong and I couldn't do it with the stickers. But it's it's plastic and it it is fun. There's other girls in the locker room who who know how to do part of it or, or try to do it. So it, it's enjoyable. It's fun. Couple more questions from Twitter from Dan Rice. He says, "Favorite moment in the NWHL so far?" Uh, my favorite moment so far was playing in that game against the Riveters in Rochester. Um, as much as the game kind of turned into a bloodbath and it was a little bit uh, ridiculous on the penalty side of things, it was the most amazing experience. The rink that we played at is the rink that I played in when I was growing up. It's about 15 minutes from my house. So that was extremely cool. I mean, I had 20 or 30 people in the stands that were there just for me, which was an amazing feeling because a lot of them weren't able to watch me play when I was younger or through college. I mean, I had old coaches there. I had neighbors there. I had my family. I had friends from my work. My parents were able to come. It was just, it was a great experience to be able to play at home. Special times. And Dan Rice also asked, favorite sport besides hockey? Um, My favorite sport would probably be baseball. I played softball in college, but um, I'm a big New York Yankees fan. So uh, I, I, I like baseball a lot. And one final question. Would you rather be featured on an NWHL trading card or in a video game that has the NWHL in it? Hmm, I think I'd probably rather be on a video game. Uh, I think that it would be cool to, one, see what I would look like computer-generated. It would be <laughs> interesting. Um, and, I mean, I have, I have a bunch of training cards from when I was younger, but I think with today's day and age and what kids are into, I think that being on a video game would, would really play to their strengths and their interests so I think that would be really cool Jordan I'd like to thank you for joining me today and I'd like to wish you and the team all the best in 2018 thank you I really appreciate it great stuff and Jordan not now time for Jordan Duron delighted to welcome to the podcast Jordan Duron Jordan thanks so much for joining me how's it going going great how are you doing today hey I'm doing very well it's another episode of Women's Hockey Digest and with that in mind let's give the listeners a chance to get to know you better so where did you grow up and when did you first start playing hockey? Um, I grew up in Latham, New York, so that's right outside of Albany. I played boys hockey for Troy Albany Youth Hockey Association for the CD Selects. So I played for them up until um, the year before high school started. And I left New York and went to prep school in Massachusetts. So I went to Middlesex School in Concord, Mass, and I played for the prep school team. And then I also played hockey for, um, Asabet. and I did that for four years. And then from there I went to Boston university. As you just mentioned there, you went to Boston university. What do you remember most about your time there, both on and off the ice? Oh, well, obviously with anyone's college experience in terms of playing for a team, you, you remember the times with your teammates the most and, um, Lots of laughs on and off the ice and a lot of good times made there. And obviously I was surrounded by great players every single year. Um, so that was just quite the experience to have. And playing for a school like BU that's just known for being a hockey school is, is something special. This is it. There's a fair number of players in the NWHL that have come through the Boston University system. Yeah, and in the CWHL too. And I know we have Lafort and Poulin uh, up in Montreal and... Um, one of my classmates, Woodworth, that was Calgary now. So uh, we're definitely spread out amongst the professional leagues, and it's a pretty good showing for BU. This is it. So when you was growing up, did you root for a particular team or enjoy watching any particular players? Yeah, so I, I get I get a hard time for being a bandwagon fan sometimes, but my dad grew up in Pittsburgh, and so he tried to 
kind of push the the Steelers Pirates pens on us, my brother and I a little bit. But um, the first hockey game I ever like truly watched and understood. Obviously, like when you're younger and stuff, you're you're just watching the TV. But when I was processing it was uh, when Mario Lemieux came back from cancer, and I looked at my dad and I said, I want to do that. And so he was my favorite player and pretty much the reason I wanted to start playing hockey. And so I've always cheered for the Penguins since then. Seems a bit unfair, doesn't it? I mean, the Penguins have had Lemieux and now obviously they've had Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and all those players. It seems to be the home of hockey with them being the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, looking for three this year. Tough Off to a tough start, though. Yeah, let's see how that's going to work out over the next couple of months and as we head into the playoffs, and that'll be really interesting. But let's get back to yourself. And obviously this past weekend, you, you made your debut in the NWHL. So how did that opportunity come about? Um, well, yeah, I was really fortunate to play in the game this past weekend and I obviously really enjoyed it. And it was a pretty cool experience having it be in Pittsburgh and just a huge turnout and a lot of fans there for that. But um, it started the last game the Buttes had before Christmas break. So they were playing at, they're actually playing Connecticut at home at the Harbor Center. And I don't remember the exact date on that. Um, but I went and I watched the game and I met with the coaches and some of the staff afterwards, uh, for, for dinner. And we just chatted, got to know each other a little bit. And they invited me to come to practice after that initial meeting. They invited me to come to practice the, the week that they returned practicing, which I think was first week in January. Mm. Um, so I went to practice that week and then after that, they invited me back for the following Wednesday. So that was last Wednesday for lifts and um, practice and meal and things like that. And it was then when they uh, they signed me to the, the PTO for the weekend. And then I practiced again on Saturday, and then we left for Pittsburgh on Sunday. So it, was all, it all kind of happened pretty quick. If someone had told you a year ago you'd be playing in the NWHL, what would you have said? A year ago, I was pulling all-nighters, studying, and I thought for sure that – the extent of my hockey career was just going to be continuing coaching the the team I coach here in Syracuse, New York now, but um, it's, I I wouldn't have believed it then. I didn't think that this was something that my future held for me in terms of what I wanted to do professionally, but uh, definitely happy that it turned out this way. Absolutely. And we've had a lot of questions relating to your first game in the NWHL uh, coming on Twitter. So let's get to those. David Pendry has asked, how would you compare your first Buttes game to your first Boston University game? Uh, well, my first B, the first game I played in a BU jersey, uh, we played an exhibition game at home, and I scored on my first shot. So that was pretty, that was pretty cool. But then, again, in, in this first Buttes game, I, I hit the post on my first shot. So I kind of wish it went a little bit more like it did in the BU jersey in terms of that. But uh, I think I was definitely more, more nervous for the first college hockey game and more excited for this first NWHL game in terms of emotionally where I was at. Dan Rice says, how much time did you have to prepare for your first game? Unique twist, it was in a neutral site. Yeah, um, so like I said, they talked to me right before the holiday break. And um, so I'm in, I live in Syracuse. I have an apartment in Syracuse right now, but I, I got time off and I was home for a week, a little over a week at the holiday time and I, I worked with some of my trainers and my coaches there so I got a couple couple skates and a couple lifts and then what I practiced with the team three times lifted once and then found myself in the jersey on Sunday um, and then in terms of it being at a neutral site I don't think that I actually think having that bus ride and making a day trip versus 
like I know Connecticut had to stay overnight the farther trip mm-hmm. for them, but making it a day trip for us made it almost t- took me back to my college days in terms of when we would drive to the hockey schools in a day and we'd, we'd play a game and drive back and just kind of helped me slip back into a routine and spend a little bit more time with the team on the bus. Um, and then, like I said, there was a big turnout there and it was, the, the fans were excited to see hockey in Pittsburgh. In terms of like those drives, how do you normally spend some of those long road trips? Um, well, three hours isn't too long. That's about how long it took us to get from the Harbor Center to the, the rinks there in Pittsburgh. But um, we got on the bus and they had some breakfast for us. So we kind of, people just hung out and talked a little bit while we ate breakfast. And then you get to that point, probably 20 minutes into the trip where people mm. start putting their headphones on and I'm not really a napper. I'd never been so I just listened to my music and just stay uh, this time I was just trying not to be nervous talking to some people some old teammates and stuff that once the social media started to come out I hadn't really told anyone that I was playing so I had some people wishing me luck and were excited for me and so uh yeah I pretty much just had my headphones on most of the trip and then got to the rink and started to slip into the whole pre-game routine there Brian Kay says, being a mid-season replacement, what do you bring to a team that will keep you on the ice for the rest of the season? Uh, well, I wouldn't really call myself that. I'm not replacing anyone. But um, I, I just think I'm another player who's hungry and ready to put the work in and do everything I can to help the team win. And obviously the goal for the Buttes is to defend last season's championship. David Pendry has also asked, several new NWHL players have been able to jump right in immediately. What do you attribute that to? Um, well, for me, I mean, playing D1 hockey for BU was an amazing experience. And like I already said, I was surrounded by some of the best players in the world every single year. And so everything I learned from that, like that doesn't go away. Obviously, in terms of getting back in game shape and getting the legs back under you, um, that's another thing in itself but you don't lose what you know about the game and how you know how to play it and uh so yeah I mean I never got out of shape and I was always around the game I coach a U17 U19 team here so I was on the ice a bunch and my little brother plays college hockey so I skate with him and I watch his games and you just know you don't lose that hockey knowledge that you've learned I mean all the players that play in the NWHL grew up playing hockey like our lives our childhoods were devoted to rinks and gyms and things like that so I think it's just kind of ingrained in us. And then it's a matter of just getting yourself physically ready to continue or to start competing at that level again. Would you rather be featured on an NWHL trading card or in a video game that has the NWHL in it? Oh, video game for sure. Uh, That would be pretty fun. I I play NHL with my little brother and uh, it'd be kind of fun to play as myself. As long as your ratings were good, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that'd be the other thing. What, what would your, yeah, what would your rating be going in? Obviously, that'd probably make some people a little nervous too. You don't really have that that side of things, and you just have a trading card. I'd imagine that would cause some ribbing amongst the players when the ratings come out. I would have thought, even in your own dressing room. Oh, for sure. And finally, what's your favorite movie? I have to say, a classic Italian job. I love that movie. It's got a little bit of everything in it. Great movie. Well, Jordan, I'd like to thank you for joining me today and I'd like to wish you all the best in 2018. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent stuff from Jordan Duron. And that just about wraps up tonight's episode. I'd like to thank tonight's guests for joining me on Women's Hockey Digest. Every week I'll be joined by players from the NWHL to discuss hockey and much more. 
But for now, I've been your host, Stephen Edwards. You can find me on Twitter at DorksportStephen. You can find the podcast at WH Digest. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your podcast app. All the details will be in the episode notes. But until next time, it's a good night from me.